Welcome back to the Conservatine. I'm your host, Chase Levitt, and I have Andrew Bassett back on today. Uh, welcome back, Andrew. Sweet. I'm glad to be back on. It was tons of fun last time. And yeah, I'm ready to get into it. All right. So yesterday here in Utah, we had our primary elections um, for all the House seats and our one of the Senate seats. Um, you know, I've been posting a lot about um, Andrew Badger and Mike Lee. Andrew Badger sadly didn't win um, he lost in the election to Blake Moore, which I think is terrible because Blake Moore is terrible. But the good news is that Mike Lee just totally wiped out his opponents and he won by a long shot. Um, now, that means Lee will move on to the November election, the general election against independent uh, Evan McMullen, who was a 2016 presidential candidate and who the Democrats decided to nominate for U.S. Senate. They didn't nominate a Democrat to fill that position, which I thought was kind of surprising. But um, Andrew, what do you, how do you think that election will turn out? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, of course, Utah's super red wing, so I would think uh, Mike Lee would win. But the thing is, McMullen is, he's a little bit more appealing, I feel like, than a regular Democrat would be, especially here in Utah, because um, a lot of Utahns, even if they do lean left, they usually don't tend to lean as far left as they would in like California or like New York. So I can see why like maybe like just like your moderate liberal could be like, oh, McMullen seems a little bit more appetizing because he's not as like right wing as Mike Lee would be, who's definitely super, super right wing, super pro constitution, all the good things that you want from a conservative. But McMullen is not super radical as in like, let's trans the kids, let's um, have abortion through nine months, all these sort of things. And, but he would, to a certain extent, um, kind of fulfill those liberal properties. And, uh -huh. uh, I think he could attract a lot of votes possibly. I would be surprised if Mike Lee still lost, but yeah, I think it's more possible. We've seen this in other States where, especially in Florida recently, where the democratic national, the, the, the democratic conventions are electing like moderate independence mm -hmm. over Democrats because, just having that little D next to your name on the ballot in places like that, it's impossible yeah. to win. Uh -huh. Even having the I, people can sometimes kind of do some research and figure out and kind of decide on based off uh, like decisions that they make kind of and which ways they lean on certain issues if they want to vote for them. And I think it's the less best chance of winning seats. Yeah. November. Honestly, it's it's not for a very for a party full of a lot of stupid people. It's actually kind of a smart strategy. No, yeah, it's super to win smart. Seats. For sure, super smart. But, you know, here in Utah, like Andrew said, it's we're very red wing. So I don't think that we will I think Mike Lee will still win. Speaking of red wing, I actually learned the other day that the Republican Party used to be associated with blue and when Reagan was elected. Actually? Uh-huh. And then it got changed during his presidency to red. Did he do that or was that? Like... I, no, I don't think he did. I think the media did it because during his campaign, I can't remember where I saw it, but like on election night, they had the states he won in blue, the ones that Carter won in red. It was weird. That was crazy. Well, and... Wasn't it crazy how in Reagan's re-election, I think I'm not 100% sure, but I think Reagan only lost one state. I think uh, Ronald Reagan I... won 49 out yeah, of 50 states. He... It was something really close to that. I don't I know. Think... Was it 49? 
I think he lost like maybe Hawaii and and Minnesota, or maybe it was yeah. just Minnesota. He probably lost Hawaii too. Yeah, yeah I, it was really against like, uh, yeah. Mondale, yeah. Walter Mondale. Yeah. That was an absolute landslide. Yeah, I think. Well, his first one. Like, it wasn't as big of a landslide, but it was still pretty big. Yeah. I mean, Reagan was just so – he was so appealing to the American people. Like, even – he was a good uniter. And he was able to unite both parties with just kind of common sense, which yeah. was really cool to see. He had just really good characteristics. Like, he was able to talk yeah. to people, and he, he had humor, and he yeah. and he also knew what he was doing, which yeah. was a big plus compared to Jimmy Carter, which was absolutely terrible. Yeah, for sure. He seemed super, like – he can kind of like he wasn't like an absolute jerk, and you, he seemed like you could like he's a, a guy who can have a conversation with anybody and be anybody's friend. Yeah, like is, he stood you know. up for his values, but he could, like you said, talk to anybody. Yeah, he wasn't one of those people that would like just cater to one side because he was too nice. But yeah, he he put his point across, but he also was able to. That's one big reason why he was able to bring an end to the Cold War. Yeah, was yeah. because of his ability to talk, um, and negotiate yeah yeah super cool super cool but anyways so we talked just talked about the utah primaries and you know me and andrew both agree that mike lee will still win even though that he's against uh independent candidate that was nominated by the democratic party so i'm going to get into what we're going to talk and talk about today which is something that was very exciting for our country now over the past week the supreme court has just you know done so much so many great things um it started with the concealed um carry permit in new york which they passed or ruled that it was their constitutional right um and then most recently the football coach who got fired from his high school was um for praying he got fired they ruled that unconstitutional and probably the best one of all the overturning of roe v wade um i think that was you know, one of the biggest things in our country's history, because 50 years ago when that was implemented, um, it was wrongly implemented because those Supreme Court justices ruled it as constitutional. And you know what I think is really funny? This is kind of off topic, but well, not really. But the a lot of people on the left say that seven white men shouldn't a bunch of white men shouldn't be um, deciding what I can do with my body. Yet it was seven white men who ruled in favor of Roe v. Wade and it was a woman a black man and were a part of the decision to overturn Roe v. Wade yeah that's that is interesting yeah surprising. but what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about common pro-choice arguments and our pro-life arguments against them um so the first most common argument that the pro-choicers make is my body my choice Andrew what do you have to say against that um, I think it's, it's very true to a certain extent. Um, I mean, we look at people with like, who have alcohol and who smoke and not do these sorts of things. It's like, I'm fine. Like go drink alcohol, whatever. I don't care. It's you, it's, you can do whatever you want to your body. You can live till 30 doing all this stuff or smoking, doing whatever, all this stuff. And even when it comes to like, um, vaccines and stuff, like, even if like, yeah, like, sure. I, I can get the vaccine, whatever. Um, but this, this is the issue when it comes different to abortion, because yes, it still is your body. I guess you can do whatever you want with it. But the thing is, it's not just you in that body. It's also this little baby fetus. Mm-hmm. And I think the main, the main issue with this is that 
when you bring kids into the equation, it starts to look really bad. When you put like these, these babies are they're they can't defend themselves. They don't have any, they don't have any say in anything until they're two, three years old. They are completely control. They have no control over anything. They have to be completely controlled by their mother or their father or whoever is their guardian. Mm-hmm. So the, my body, my choice argument is super it's almost it's almost evil when it comes to um how they treat other human beings because i mean i think it's a good it's it's a good uh how would i put this it's it's a good example of what the left truly thinks about other people who Mm -hmm. they disagree with and i'm not saying that the baby in their in their stomach would disagree with them but it shows that at the end of the day I'm not sure how sympathetic they are towards other people. Yeah. I think that the argument as a whole is just super irrelevant and super selfish. I just think it's funny when it comes to vaccine mandates and we use the rel- use it like relevantly, my body, my choice when it comes to vaccines, they absolutely oppose that. But when it comes to killing a baby, they're like, my body, my choice. It yeah. truly shows where the Democratic not just the Democratic Party, because there are a lot of, I'm sure, Republicans that are pro-life or pro-choice. There's a few. Yeah. So that it's it's disgusting, honestly. You know, like you were saying, it's not just the mom's body. Yeah. It is a whole separate human being. Like at yeah. the minute of conception, at the second of conception, a whole new DNA sequence is formed, a whole new genetic code, and a new unique human being has been formed. And that differentiates a human from another human is its DNA sequence and its genetic code. So I just think that is just way relevant and selfish that these people use this argument. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it, I think it shows like what you said with the vaccines, like when these vaccines came out, it was initially, thank praise the Lord that it's gotten so much better over the past year. But when they first came out, it was, we, you have to be vaccinated if you want to go to work. You have to be vaccinated if you want to go to the restaurant. You have to be vaccinated if you want to go to the movies. You have to be vaccinated if you want to go to school. Um, my mom uh, worked at a university and got super, super pressured to get vaccinated over just, just, just for no reason. I mean, her being vaccinated does not affect anybody else. It only affects herself. But when these first came out, it's like, you have to get vaccinated. It's not your choice. Um, but then when it comes to abortion, it's like, oh, well now it's my, now it's my choice, obviously. Yeah. Well, and it, sh- it shows the hypocrisy of the left and that it is truly disgusting. Yeah. You know, their argument with the, uh, vaccine mandates is, you know, you've got to be unselfish and go and take the vaccine because it is what you got to do, do your part in yeah. defeating this disease. But when it comes to my body, my choice, it's like they totally forget about the child that is inside their body that is being killed. Yeah. And they just have no, you know, it's just, it's sickening. But um, do you have anything else to say about that? Yeah. Well, so the vaccine mandates, um, they, they're, like you said, like they were initially pushing, like, you got to do your part. You got to save grandma. You got to save um, sick old kid with ga- cancer, like that sort of thing. But the, va- the vaccinated people are still spreading this disease. It doesn't matter. Like there's like the, the defeat the disease. You can't, the defeat the disease, disease is impossible at this point. It would have happened yeah. stopped way back in, uh, Wuhan. Um, it's, 
it, 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 it sucks because um, yeah, the the va- the vaccine like that it was just an excuse to get everyone to comply and it yeah was definitely super unfortunate for a lot of people because a lot of people lost their jobs to uh-huh. this a lot of people had like definitely some family issues and I'm not, yeah. I don't want to get into like vaccine denial or anything but this vaccine was created super super quick and yeah. there was a lot of weird vaccine a lot of super weird vaccine issues um, my great grandpa got the vaccine and like right when it came out and like his arm completely like died and like it was this is and this is super crazy so he got the vaccine and as he Im- immediately like within a few hours like lost like complete feel of his arm couldn't move it at all and then it slowly started turning to like this like purplish color and then a few weeks later black like black and like i think it, i think it's doing a little bit better now it's like it hasn't like completely like declined but like he still has no feel in the arm and they posted and these are my my great grandparents are left wing they tried to put this stuff out on social media like facebook and stuff like kind of oh this this happened when we got the vaccine this is crazy <laughs> immediately shut down by facebook and these oh, are le- like left wing people like this is it's not there's a whole other issue right there yeah for this sure but i'm i don't want to be a, a vaccine denial i mean this is a 0.0001 percent of yeah. people who get the vaccine no but, but they're, they're forcing people to do uh-huh. it which is the sick thing like do it if you want take the risk if you want take the definitely take the immunity there's definitely immunity in this but take the risk of the possible side effects and it's that's yeah. what sucks about the mandates itself because they're mandating you to take a risk which is uh-huh. like saying jump off this 60 foot cliff you might live you probably will live 95 percent chance but then you don't like i mean of course it's not those odds for yeah. the vaccine but uh-huh. you, you get what i'm saying yeah and you had mentioned like you know, being you being vaccinated, it doesn't mean like that you're not going to spread it. Like, yeah, and you're not going to get COVID either. Like, oh, yeah. uh, California's governor uh, Gavin Newsom, I I believe it was him. He tweeted out like I can't remember if it was him. Yeah, it was him. He said like, you know, I have COVID, but don't worry, I've had my two vaccinations, so I should be good. Yeah. And I'm like that. Obviously, that didn't do anything. Yeah. Cause, these people think that the vaccine is like a magical cure. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Like Fauci just barely got COVID yeah. two weeks ago and COVID he's, its maker. he's quad vaxxed. He's quad vaxxed and he still had mild to major symptoms. Like, yeah. He had like a few like, t- like tough symptoms, which I mean, for someone like Fauci, like I won't, I won't deny this. Like if he was to get COVID without any vaccines, there's a good chance he could get pretty seriously sick possibly yeah, with die. any sickness though that you yeah. can get seriously sick with anything no yeah no exactly and i mean there's been 105 year olds that have beaten COVID without beating the vaccine yeah like it's it's possible and of course COVID has had a lot of deaths it's not there's no no yeah that, but i i think if you're gonna get killed by COVID, i think that another disease could have just very well is yeah taken you. and a lot of a big question about the death toll numbers was um how many people died because of covid or just died with covid yeah like there were more people died in 2019 than in 2020 uh-huh. in the u.s you know with the pandemic yeah it was just really funny though you know you would see people come in like not even going into the hospital for covid mm-hmm. and then they maybe like they i don't know had some sort of other disease they go in and they die from that disease yeah. and they'll automatically if they had covid say they died from covid so yeah. it's basically like you can go in with your arm off yeah. and you had covid and they're like no. it's because of covid yeah no exactly that's the same thing happened to my grandpa's sister she had 
heart disease and she died because of heart disease, but right before she died, she tested positive for COVID and they counted as a COVID death. And also there's a COVID kit. There's a, this is, this is happening a lot over in California. People would come into the hospital with a broken arm, broken leg, like just like broken bones, like uh-huh. not even sick or anything. They would t- immediately test them for COVID. If they had COVID marked down as COVID case with yep. symptoms. And like, it's like there's, they, uh, these numbers were definitely super broken. Yeah. That's why I never really believed those numbers. You yeah, know, those numbers sure. were wildly out of proportion. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. But we're veering off topic, but yeah. that's totally <laughs> yeah. fine. It's a great yeah, conversation. No, yeah, yeah, that's right. But let's move to the second pro-choice argument that I've written down. And um, some people say life begins at birth. That's why we have birthdays, not conception days. Now, <laughs> my response to that is, first of all, our recognition of birthdays is cultural, not scientific. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, not... That's, obvious. that's pretty obvious to anybody with half a brain. Yeah, it, it's like, yeah, we don't have conception days. But that doesn't yeah. mean the life doesn't begin there. Like, cult, like yeah. our culture and our world has yeah. made birthdays when you were born. Yeah. That is when you start counting. Yeah. It is not scientific evidence that, like, the girl I was telling yeah. you about that was, um, I had commented and she responded to my yeah, comment. Yeah, yeah. She was. She said one of those exact same things. She's like, "Why do we have birthdays and not um, conception days?" And I'm like, "Because <laughs> yeah. we count birthdays by the time you are born." Yeah. That is a cultural thing, not because we don't it's not because life begins right there. Yeah. It's just when we start counting. It's yeah. how many years like from when you were born. Oh, well, yeah. Also, you don't always know when conception is. It's always like, "Okay, well, it's been you can tell the baby's three months along. You can't go three months back to that exact date and point it out. It's like, it's rough. It's usually like within like a week or two. That's why. It's I mean, like, if they want to go in that deep and yeah. scientifically <laughs> yeah. discover that, yeah. go for it. But, yeah. no. and I just feel like that'd be, like you said, like it's cultural, not scientific. A cultural conception day would be weird. It's like, oh, your parents did this and this on this day. <laughs> now here you are. I like, think that would weird most yeah. of the world out. Exactly. That's exactly right, Chase. So that's why I, did, I think that's, like you said, that's why it's cultural. That's why it's not scientific. So that's a that's a stupid argument. I've heard that a few times now, especially recently. But yeah, it's, yeah. See, it's, folks, it's a stupid one. That is why we have birthdays, not conception days. Yeah, you don't right. want to freak out your two-year-old. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, imagine trying to explain that to your two-year-old. Yeah, as, uh, or your one-year-old. Yeah. Okay, Oh my gosh, you know, they're saying but, that their one-year-olds are gay, so yeah, I, no, apparently yeah. they can think. Whatever. Yeah, the um, Fox News had a, had a, I, I, I saw, saw that, so yeah. The, apparently this kid, gosh, it was, I think it was a biological girl that that thought she was a boy, and like they were saying, or, like, was it? I think it was a biological girl, oh, I think okay. so, yeah. and um, they were saying how, they knew they knew they were trans they knew they were trans before they could even talk they knew they were the other gender they knew how they really felt inside <laughs> i could tell it when i would change their diaper and look at this and they um, just like they looked at it with disgust and like it's just like um like and this is fox news i know i fox news has been going further and further down lately it's, yeah like kind of sad it's like they'll have tucker carlson like say some like crazy destroys an- yeah the- <laughs> anti-transgender thing and then 30 se- 30 seconds later it's like celebrate lgbtqia oh my gosh. question mark carrot tilde sign plus month you know with fox news just call them the abcs that's all they yeah, are yeah but um there was another person who was i don't know if you saw this video i don't know if it was on fox news too or i just saw it on instagram 
But there was this mom, they were in a dressing room. Her son was trying on dresses, her son. And his mom said something to the, something like, um, don't you like being like this? And then he's like, yeah, and all this. And she's like, do you feel like a girl? Are you a girl? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, people make fun of me. Yeah. No, and this mom made her son wear a skirt to school. And he's like, kids yeah. made fun of me. And I'm like, that is child abuse. That no. is that is not parenting. I that, mean, yeah. These people should be in jail. No, that's the truth. Like, uh, child, like, parents who, parents who, how like there's de there's definitely kids with actual gender dysphoria who think they are yeah. actually members of the opposite gender and most kids with the right treatment will instantly like fall out of it yeah but parents i feel like it's i feel like it is child abuse chase when people parents like even if they even if their kids show any little bit they're like it's like immediate they transition jump on it. and it's like how fast can we get the hormones how fast can we get the the, the uh sex reassignment surgeries oh it's like that just this I, I agree. I think it is child abuse. A lot, what a lot of these parents do. This no, sucks. honestly, I believe whether you all believe or agree with me or not, I believe that gender dysphoria is a mental illness. It is. And yes, 100%. It's not. That, that brings me back to when I watched What is a Woman? One of the people Matt Walsh was interviewing, she was a um, sex reassignment surgeon. Hmm. Um, I shouldn't say she. He was a he. He was a he. <laughs> And but it's a surgeon. It was He's a, also transgender. Yeah. Okay. And Matt Walsh said something about like transabled people, you know, the people that believe they should be disabled. So yeah. they'll go and get their arm amputated or yeah, something. And yeah. he's talking to this lady, man. Uh -huh. And he's like, so do you think a person should be able to be transable and go get their car, um, car, arm cut off because they want to be disabled? And she's like, um, what did you, what did he say? He said something to the point, to the extent of, um, they, I, I accept it, but it is a mental illness. And I'm literally watching here and I'm like, you are a mental illness. You yeah. have a ment mental illness. Yeah. Don't, it's just because those people don't believe that they have a mental illness, but she yeah. says that trans abled people will have a mental illness. Yeah. Which I believe that is a very me big mental illness. No, yeah, that's super rare for sure. But I very I believe that transgenderism is just as much of a mental illness. And like you said, pe teens and kids with gender dysphoria usually, with the right treatment, will grow out of it. Yeah. And like, you know, there are a lot of people like when a lot of kids are little. You know, they dress up. They yeah. You know, act as the opposite gender and all that. And they're playing house and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's how uh -huh. kids are. But yeah. you know, you get these leftist parents that will jump on that opportunity and say, "You are a girl now yeah. because you put on a dress." Yeah. And I <laughs> yeah. think that you, I don't know, you're yeah. you're gonna be a girl by the time you're 15. I already have your whole like life planned out. Yeah. You're gonna get. Oh, we have we have surgery at six. We have <laughs> surgery eight and a half in September, and then hormones for six months, tons of pills, and then we got we go back to the surgery room. Another surgery, like yeah, I know I know what, yeah what you're saying. It's... <laughs> People are psychotic. Okay, that is the Democratic Party. Um, okay, I like how we're kind of going off on different things here. It's no, yeah, it's good because we're good. always tying it back to uh, birthdays and conception days, and yeah, because yeah. you know. We wouldn't be able to be here without our conception day. Yeah, that's um, right. That's right. <laughs> yep. All right. Let's get to the fourth common argument is every woman should have control over her own body. Reproductive freedom is a basic human right. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, okay. 
these people are like abortion is a human right. Abortion's healthcare, all this. First of all, with the healthcare thing, it is not healthcare. Healthcare is not supposed to purposefully kill yeah. its patient. And two, um, abortion being a basic human right is absolutely disgusting. And it's not. Um, abortion takes away, you know, they, they fight for these women's rights. They say women's rights is abortion is a woman's right, but abortion takes away basic human rights, women's rights from millions of females every year mm-hmm. when they murder these um, babies and they don't have hundred percent control over the body at all. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. I think I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. That's why that's such a stupid argument. And they're always like, you don't care about women's rights. You're not all this. And like some guys will be like, real men fight for women's rights and abortion. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> real men yeah. fight for everybody. Yeah. will fight for the unborn. Not you cowards who just yeah, feel I mean, like. Yeah, Chase. I mean, take it back to just basic like primal instincts. Tribes and let's just like, let's go even go recent, like civil war men fight each other at the end of the day to fight for the people back home. Mm-hmm. It's are all of a sudden the women supposed to start be fighting for these, just for all these rights. Like the, the babies inside of them are supposed to be fought for. They're not supposed to be just thrown away. Like they're nothing. And what I don't understand one thing, just this is something I've tried to comprehend over the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, since all this, like, all the like the heavy abortion talk has started Uh how do women who have things like a literal alive human being inside of their stomach get the guts to go to the abortion facility and sign the waivers and just kill it like they can feel it kicking they can feel it moving they have all this because because that's how our world is right now it promotes it so much yeah these women who are misinformed believe that it's the right thing to do it is literally like hypnosis with what the country is doing and you know in a past episode i talked about mass formation psychosis with the vaccines Uh uh-huh um them putting fear in you yeah and that's what these people who are promoting abortion are doing they're putting fear in these people and they're putting they're all they're putting fear and then they're putting in like uh hope for them like you will you'll be okay you'll be free you'll be it won't be a burden yeah that it's because we're promoting it so much in this country and in this world yeah i saw this article on cnn the other day i don't watch cnn that much but it came up because it was Uh relevant um it was saying or maybe it was the new york times it was a it was a left-wing outlet that said um it was like uh like john and jamie just like random name uh put their um had an abort had two abortions before they finally gave birth how these abortions helped them parent these children better and it's like what makes no sense about that to me is how did murdering your previous children help raise your next children yes son i murdered your sibling so i'm gonna make a good yeah it's like it makes it makes it's what 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 confuses me is like as a kid how would you feel loved if you knew that the ones that came before you were loved enough that they got their brains sucked i want to feel safe no no seriously it's exactly right and it's almost like and the way this left has the way the left has made it 
into such like an important topic. They're like, how, how far can we take this? How, how deep can we take this? Like, I mean, California's actively right now trying to make a law into the, or make an amendment into their constitution that would allow abortions up until nine months, like through oh all through the entire other state. How do they, like, how do they, like, how do they feel about, like, literally the baby's about to come out of the birth, birth canal and start breathing, and they're just willing to just kill it right there and then? We have a mental illness problem in this country. Yeah. And the thing is, all they, and a, another main argument, I don't know if you have this written on the board, is they, they say that when the baby can't think inside the womb, and mm-hmm. I mean, you and me don't remember anything inside the room, obviously, yeah. because the no brains one... aren't fundamentally, yeah. fundamentally developed at that point. Uh-huh. You don't like, we don't even remember stuff until we're like three. Like, do you oh. remember stuff when you were one, two, three? No. Yeah, exactly. It's because you're like, they basically say, you know, your brain's not fundamentally, it's not fully developed, but you know, the baby still has brain waves. The brain yeah. still is doing something with, yeah, within like, within like, I mean, there's not a brain for a few weeks, but yeah. this thing is like the Kate, like the, the the um the organism has um it's developing into that brain uh-huh. like soon and it's yeah i don't know it's crazy i know it's it's absolutely insane um i like i said we have a mental illness problem in this country and yeah for it, sure we don't it just needs to be fixed i i don't have the exact solutions i think that the people that we elected to go fix those problems yeah need to consult with their constituents and figure out a solution because it is yeah i mean with the mental health stuff like this was a big topic when the uvalde shooting came up like there it was like well the left turned into um it's the gun's fault it's all the gun's fault it's not the person who used Mm -hmm. the gun but obviously the guy who killed the gun i don't even know his name i've never i don't care to know don't care to know either he he was obviously super mentally ill Okay. Uh, un- no, that's okay. Yeah. So this, so this Uvalde shooter, he, um, he's obviously super mentally ill. Obviously, yeah. Um, the a main topic from right wingers when this came out, and this specifically more like maybe traditional liberals and even people in the middle mm-hmm. was not not gun reform like like immediately. Like it was more of like how could we have helped this guy like mm-hmm. not get to this point? And it was a lot of mental health reform stuff. Uh-huh. And it's super, it's super challenging to pick a certain solution because it's like with like certain laws when it comes to like, just for example, guns, abortion, this sort of thing, it's, you can always get super fine print and get super, like super detailed on how you control and restrict stuff. How do you control mental health? Mental, yeah. mental health. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Chase? How do you control it? Honestly, I have no idea. I, you know, I, one of the things is these, I believe is these leftist policies that are being pushed cause mental illness. I believe after the pandemic, when everything was shut down, the rise in mental um, health crises and all Mm -hmm. mental health problems was because people were locked away from the world. They were locked away from different things. I, I totally believe, like, I don't have solutions, but I believe that we need to have each other. Like, people need to be checking up on each other. People need to be there for one another. And and honestly, you know, I don't mean to get, like, 
religious or anything yeah. in here, but mm-hmm. I fully believe that if our country is so far away from God right yeah. now, mm-hmm. and the, but I believe that if we get closer and we closer to God, things can change. Take it like this, Chase. Yeah, you're saying closer to God. Let's a lot of people won't be fond of this idea. Let's say yeah. to, take it closer to um closer to good um good fundamentals yeah. and just good basic uh-huh. rights. Like there's a lot of atheists who are good genuine people yeah. who like will say there is no God, but then they will go live life like they believe in God every yeah. day. You know, that sort of They're thing. They're just good people, yeah. Yeah. I, and um a lot of it is I mean, what, one thing I've noticed is that most of the kids with serious issues come from bad backgrounds with a lot of bad yeah. family issues mm-hmm. and I think like you and me, Chase, we're, I, we're super, we're super, I guess, like civil and a little bit, a little bit more normal and a little, I don't want to say normal, but you we're know, blessed like, to yeah. have and, the things the way and I mean, the main there. reason is, is we have good parents that care about us uh-huh. and we, we have good, like religious background that leads us to live life every day. Like it matters. Yeah. A lot of these people will go into life just being like, well, life's done in 30 years anyway. Why not just end it now? This sort of thing. Yeah. So it's. It sucks for sure, but I mean, I think, I think it would help a lot, uh, for the health and mental illness issue if a lot, a lot of kids had better families. It, I mean, we can always have some. We can always only certain families can only have so many kids. Like yeah. we can't have twenty person households all the time. But if we can start a trend of more and more good, genuine people mm-hmm. coming out of good, more and more good, genuine families that ge- that strive to create more good, genuine families, like all the um like Gen Z, all these people who are in call, like coming into college right now, they don't, they don't want to have kids. Like when they're asked about this, they're like, uh-huh. do you want to have kids? And they say no. And they're like, why, why don't you want to have kids? And it's because it's just like, just cause I don't want to. It's like, why would you not just want to? It's because they don't come from people who value this sort of thing. They don't value the family. Like yeah. I, families in America right now are broken. Like families are God's greatest blessing. Uh-huh. The fact that you could, bear your own children it's what it's what it's what god made earth for was for the main purpose of just procreating and yeah and progressing society yeah it's why it's why we're why are we here it's not for it's not for like drugs or whatever the crap it's why that's why the stuff it's why god made this stuff bad for us it's because we're here for good family lives and Uh making good genuine people see like I look forward to today where I can have a family. Like yeah. that's one of my biggest, you know, dreams in life. Agreed. 100%. Because, and yeah. I think that's because of that, because of the way I was brought up and the way I was taught is because this is the way that God intended this to be. Yeah. And, you know, I, when I'm able to have a family, that is something yeah. that I'll value so much. Yeah. And Chase, I think we're, I think you and me both agree. Like I agree with you hundred percent. The only reason I'm living every day to like, and giving my 110% every single day is for that eventual end goal of treating my fam- my wife and kids correctly. Yeah. It's not, it's not for all this other like sinful crap. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? It's, um, it's, and the sucky thing is Chase, I think we're a minute percent of people. I know it's, in, it's, it's sad. We come from a place where I think it's about like Logan, Utah is super, super Utah religious. just as a whole really. Yeah. Take Utah as a whole. like, um, but even like, I would even say the United States as a whole yeah. is not on the right track, even in the Republican party. I think there's a lot of people who I, I love Trump. I love all the things that he did, but I think he act like, I feel like there's sometimes he acted 
enough like an idiot that he attra- he attracted idiots if you know what i'm saying chase mm-hmm. like like there's like gosh i'm i spend a lot of time at the golf course okay there's a lot of there's a lot of people who spend time at the golf course and they just they swear every single shot they drink and they smoke and they talk about nasty crap this entire yeah. like all this like these are the type of people who trump could sometimes attract they're not the type of they're not the family man they're the you yeah. know that sort of thing i feel like there's a lot of people in the Republican Party like that who are just like, screw the liberals, all this sort of thing. When that shouldn't be like that, it should be more. We should love the liberals like we love our like we love our neighbors. Like they are our neighbors at the end of the day. One yeah. of the Ten Commandments is love your neighbors like what we're. One of God's commandments is love love your neighbor like you love yourself. Yeah. So I think a lot of it is just. I think it's a lot of it is just like like you said like, even though we we need to agree to disagree on some points and we try to try and figure out solutions. Yeah. You know, I agree with everything you just said, like with even people within the Republican party, not valuing the things that we should be valuing. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, like I said, I look forward to the day where I can have a family. I look forward to the day where I can see my kids grow up and I can teach my kids Mm -hmm. the values that will lead them to be successful, teach them to be good people. Like, I feel like that will be one of my biggest like blessings in life and biggest accomplishments is yeah. being able to see that happen. Cause I w- want more and more people being like having good values and having just being good people in general. And like you mm-hmm. said earlier, like it's not necessarily, you don't have to be religious or believe in a God to be a good person. Yeah. Like if you live every day being a good person, I, we'll bring it back to mental illness is I feel like that's a way that we can potentially increase, not potentially, because I think that we could um, increase or decrease mental health problems in this country. And I think it just all starts within the family, um, just your own family. Yeah. um, There's a lot of people in both the Democratic and Republican parties who I'll just take Republicans, for example, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of Republicans who base their, their beliefs and their decisions, not based off their moral values. They base it just off what the opposite thinks. Like, yeah, there's the political. Yeah. Like they'd be like, okay, there's, there's, there's people who will say, okay, the liberals love abortion. So I hate abortion, not because abortion is a sin. It's an evil. It's an act of murder. Not because of that. It's because they hate it. That's why I love it. Or where they yeah. they they love it. Uh-huh. That's why I hate it. That yeah. sort of thing. And there's also people on the on the left wing of the party who, um, who say, oh, it's just anything that the Republicans hate, or everything that the Republicans hate, I love, and everything the Republicans love, I hate, just because they're Republicans. That's a main issue, and it's not because it's not because of what they truly believe down inside. It's yeah. just because they have such hatred inside of them. And this is go this goes both ways. This isn't just left wingers. Left wingers and right wingers both. There's a lot of them who have this this undeniable hatred inside of them that just makes them want to hate the other side so much that it'll, it completely shifts their narrative and what they think inside their brain. I think if a lot of, I think if majority of humanity like understood what abortion actually meant and the value of the fetus's life, if they actually understood this, I think they would, I feel like they'd quickly become pro-life. They wouldn't be super pro-choice, but a lot of them, they just very, whatever they, whatever the other side doesn't want, um, is what they want and whatever uh-huh. side the other side doesn't want is what they don't want. It's, it's sad to see. Cause I think, I think a lot of, I mean, you and me are both conservative chase. We believe in what we believe in because of 
Um, mainly because of religious background. Yeah, we'll say religious that. Religious background. For, yeah. Uh, good morals. That's why we believe in what we believe, and what we believe is correct. We'll uh-huh. say that. But we, whatever. I mean, we can be wrong on th- certain things until we get the full context, and whatever we believe is right. Yeah. Because of our morals. See, like, like I bet you're you're the same way. See, I don't put myself with the Republican Party because the Republican Party has values that I, or I'm saying this wrong. I don't just say I'm going to be Republican because, you know, I don't like the things. Because you want to pick a side. You don't want to, yeah. you want to do it. You don't, you're not doing it I, just to pick a side. It's just that the, a I, lot of the Republican values yeah. mirror your values yeah. a lot of the time. See, yeah. So the Republican, like you just said, they were, they mirror my values. It's not me just wanting to go be a Republican. Yeah. Like, Going back to abortion, like I feel very strongly about um, against abortion because of my religious background, mm-hmm. because yeah. of my understanding of the value of life, yeah, and all of that. But yeah, I mean, we—I'll take this as an example. Al, um, AOC, mm-hmm. Ale- uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, uh-huh. she avid liberal, of course, but let's just say an alternate dimension that she was right wing. I think if she had to be, let's say someone came to her head and said, and put a gun to her head and said, right now, you have to become the most avid Republican, the most ultra MAGA Republican possible. You have to be, you have to become as most right wing as possible. I think she could do it with ease because she would, she would fuel her decisions, not based off what she believes uh-huh. in inside. She would do it based off Hatred. what the other side doesn't want. Yeah. And that sort of thing. I, I totally agree. And I think a lot of, I think there's a lot of good quality Americans on the right on the right side of the aisle that do base their decisions based off what we were saying moral values and there's a lot of left-wing people that also base their things off moral values most of the time the moral values are probably wrong but it's there's a i think there's a lot of people on both sides of the party that base their decisions based off um uh white versus black like Uh what side what side what side should i pick yep i totally agree and it's a problem that you know we really just need to fix i feel like we've been saying, just having starting in the family, building those values, having those values will just in its own create a better America, yeah. create better human beings and, you know, just help us flourish. Yeah. And I like also take this take this kind of um, this agenda that I'm trying to push. Um, I'm going to try to connect it to sports teams. Chase, you're, are you Seahawks fan? Is that right? Yeah. OK, so you're going to be super biased towards. Seahawks players and Seahawks decisions and when like when asked certain questions about who do you think is better um like to take a Seahawks player versus a Denver Broncos player you're gonna say the Seahawks player even if it's not entirely uh-huh. true just because just beside just because you're a Seahawks fan it's what you it's the side you've chosen it's the team you've chosen to be part of you're gonna you're gonna go with them through the end and maybe say things that at the uh-huh. end of the day aren't true just because you are part of that team yeah like I'm sure there's people on the left wing of the party that don't agree with abortion, but will say that they do because it's just it's what, what the party, the, what the party says they have to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, that is a really good um, connection there because, yeah. you know, yeah, that was just, that was a really good connection. Um, okay. So let's go to the next one. Yeah. We um, need to move on. We get sidetracked so easy. I think it's good. I think, I think it's, it's good. good too. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like I skipped one earlier. So we're going to go back to that one. Okay. Um, no one should be expected to donate her body as a life support system for someone else, such as an incubator. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, first of all, we all know how babies are made. Yeah. Um, we all learned that. 
Yeah. yeah, there's consequences to that, Chase. Yeah, there are. And when you go and do that, you know the consequences. Yes. People, you're not stupid. Most people aren't stupid enough to be like, yeah. even if you're using protection or anything like that, yeah. there's still a, a chance of that consequence. So when you go and do that, you are basically volunteering, voluntarily giving up your body to the mm-hmm. chance that you have a child. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, people are adults. I mean, this. I mean, I think that's why you're... I think that's why the human biology only allows us sort like babies to be made when you're an adult and your brain's fully developed is because um, you got to understand consequences and the, the cost of your consequences. Um, I definitely don't think, I think if you make a bad decision for say and get pregnant, abortion should not be the easy way out. You should have to do some hard crap, go through birth, raise a freaking child. It sucks that you made that decision. And you didn't want to make that decision. I'm sorry for you, but now you're in the position, yeah. so you got to deal with it. It happens with all the other aspects of life. Why does abortion get to be the one, yeah. or having a kid be be the one exception and, into the rule? And if they feel like they're not, you know, ready to have the kid, or they did, they don't want. There's always, you know, foster care, which I right now foster the foster care system isn't the greatest, which is yeah. why I totally believe that we need to defund Planned Parenthood and all those abortion yeah. facilities and all those pro mm-hmm. abortion places and put it into the foster care system to better that. Yeah. And so that these people who make this choice and have these consequences yeah. have other options than killing the baby. Yeah. Cause other options are out there. These people are just told that abortion yeah. is the only way out. It's similar to suicide. Like people like will think like their life sucks. Like you're, you're like people get in bad situations. I've been in bad situations. You've been in bad situations. It's probably never been even close to suicide, but there's kids that have bad upbringings and have sucky life. Like they wake up in the morning and they're like, Oh crap, I got to live another day. I don't mm-hmm. want to live another day. That sort of thing. And suicide's the easy way out. Oh, I can just end it right now. And abortion is the same thing. Like the left will, of course the left doesn't like people committing suicide. Nobody likes people committing suicide. Mm-hmm. So why is it different for abortion is my real question. It's the same exact thing. It's the easy way out. Yeah. I. It's the easy way out of consequences. I mean, a lot of kids who commit suicide, a lot of the reasons they commit suicide is not there in their control. Of course. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Like getting pregnant is in your control, but it's the same sort of thing. Like you, mm-hmm you have the, ch- you have the choice to better yourself. Are you going to do, are you going to take the easy way out? Or are you going to not be a, a baby and See, push through it? This goes back to when we were talking about just having values and all that and living for something greater instead of just the sinful things like these yeah. people, they'll, when they're get pregnant, they're all, they're, they're not even thinking about that. They're just thinking about after all the partying that they're going to get back to all, yeah. all the drugs that they're going to be able to take. Yeah, it's so a side, it's so a they, issue so sure. they don't, want to take the hard way out because they want to go back to partying, living their lifestyle. Yeah. But they don't want to be mature, think about what they did and have to deal with those consequences. Yeah. You're hundred percent right. Exactly. So, all right. Um, do you have anything else to say about that or should we move on? I think we're good to move on. Okay. Now this is one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Men should have no opinion when it comes to abortion. First of all, what is a man, Andrew? A man. Um, I'm going to go with the simple definition, uh, just the, the male version of a human. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say. What, was it XX chromosome or was it XY? XX chromosome, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it XY? I'm not a biologist. Yeah, I no, <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, gender or, is such a... Yeah, no. I, I can't, like, I don't know what you are. I don't have a degree. Uh, are, are, you a, are you a giraffe? 
don't know. You know, I, I, I very well could be. Am I a am I a shoe, Chase? I don't know. Have you have I've kinda you, I kinda think I'm a shoe. I mean I mean I I yeah. I I couldn't tell you. I I, I can't classify Define shoe. I might be a shoe. You know, I don't know what a shoe is. Now that I think about it. Actually, is a shoe the same thing as a sock? Is it made of cloth and it like fits easier on your foot? I think I'm not, Chase. I know, actually. I, you know, you might, you I'm, might be like a tree because you're tall. You, you know, you could, you could, you could be a tree. Maybe, I, maybe that's what you're supposed I to. I kind of think I'm a stump, like a, a stump? like a, like a, like a tree that's like has like its like top cut off. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you know, or maybe I'm like, maybe I'm like one of those uh, like, what are those trees called? I think they're like, like maybe that maybe they're just like simple oak trees that have like big like overhanging branches because like my yeah. hair my hair's grown so oh, like yeah. those are my branches you know oh yeah so and, and i mean you drink water it's like actually i am water. water i'm water i'm water i'm not tree i'm a water okay let's yeah, it's first. it's okay you can yeah. you can switch whenever you want however you want you can be whatever the heck you want because that's how life is. yeah no i the what the sucky thing is is the man and woman conversation is the left has made men and women so interchangeable that it almost doesn't even make sense like let's take i i don't want to get i mean i think lgbtq conversation could be for a completely another episode but yeah we could tie it into this really quick um lg uh let's see lgb yeah let's take those first three what the left are let's go brandon i think yeah yeah. (laughs) lesbian gay bisexual yeah um this was the first argument by the left back in like the eighties and nineties is LGB when they only is, had three letters. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was lesbian, gay, bisexual. We support love is love. Let us we support all this. We, you can have sex between a man and a man or a woman and a woman or both. If you want to, you can switch them up. But when they introduced the T, the transgender, when they made your, your gender, um, interchangeable, it completely destroys the argument for LGB because the, like if male and female have no um, definite characteristics, then what does it mean to be the other thing? Because there's not, they're not definite. They're not, there's no such thing as a man or a woman. Uh-huh. If you can be, if you can be either one. So if you, if you believe in transgenderism and you can be whatever you want to feel, you cannot believe in LGB because um, men and women don't coexist in, on the same plane. They're in different planes. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, makes sense. I don't you know. just explained that very well. Well, I think that we'll need to do another episode on LGBTQI, whatever. IA plus. Yep. I think I, there's a two in there. There was a two. There was a two. They added recently a two. Added. And an S, I think. There's an S now? I think there's an S. I got this email from Nike the other day. <laughs> like I've I've oh, gotten Nike. I've gotten a lot of stuff yeah. that's like LGBTQIA plus. But I got this one from Nike that was like LGBTQIA2SQ carrot oh exclamation point like all this random crap plus. I, I want people to know real quick that I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm simply making fun of the how crazy it's gotten. Yeah. I I understand that people have problems in their life, gender dysphoria, all that, that leads them to believe that they're something else yeah. and it is mental illness and it's sad i'm not making fun of those people i yeah. just simply do not agree and i do not understand yeah. why it is going so out of proportion but we will have another episode on this yeah for sure um, well yeah we, we'll do I this just completely sidetracked from no it's fine we, men should have no opinion when it comes to abortion chase why should men have an opinion when it comes to abortion so 
you know, you need a man and a woman to create a child, right? Mm, yeah. Not a woman or a woman or a man yeah. or a man. A man or a woman. Okay. And when the sperm meets the egg, that creates a new human being like we've been yeah. talking about. And yeah. that baby is just as much the father's as it is the mother's. Mm-hmm. 50-50. When people, when those pro- pro-choicers say men can't have this opinion because they, wh- whatever, it's just absolutely insane because, yeah. you know, there's not really much to say other than that the man is literally half, like the baby is half, like part of the man. Yeah. He shares DNA with the man just because yeah. the woman, the woman was given the role by God when mm-hmm. woman was created yeah. to carry the child. That that's, was the role yeah, that God right. mm-hmm. gave woman. Correct. And the guy's role is to, you know, real men to be there and support them. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, these people, it's just, that argument's so stupid. It's... Yeah, it's... It's... It's taking away the, like, it's taking away all the values that men are supposed to hold when it comes to bearing children. I mean, look at houses with single mothers, right? It doesn't usually go very well. Usually the the main, like, when, when kids get raised right like the right way for say like they get raised like have have good grades and don't do bad stuff and hang out with good people and all this sort of stuff it's usually when they have a mother and a father in the house uh-huh. the mom can only do so much and i mean i i pray for all those single moms out there who try yeah. the hardest and i pray for all those singles da- dads there's not that much of them but um it's when it with the with the less argument of men should have no opinion when it comes to abortion, it's kind of, it kind of doesn't make any sense when you go to basic fundamentals on um, the, the roles men and women should have mm-hmm. in raising a child. Yeah. So yeah, that argument, just, uh, let's move on to the yeah. next one. Um, I should be able to get an abortion if my life is threatened. Now, first of all, when the mother is in danger, the doctor's first job, their first and foremost thing that they should be trying to accomplish is to save both lives. Yeah. They, that's what a doctor's job is to do, is mm-hmm. to save both lives. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that this never happens and that women aren't, um, you know, threatened when, like, their life is threatened when they have kids because of uh, ecoptic uh, pregnancies and all that. It's so, so rare, let, though. Chase, yeah, let me just say, it's like it's 1%. Super, yeah, if it's not even that. It's yeah, super rare, it's, yeah. These people make it like it's such a big problem. Yeah. But it it's about as likely to happen as you to get COVID. It's, no, yeah. No, exactly. You know, it's... But a doctor's, you know, what they should do is be able to save both lives. Now, I've look at all places doctors that will try to save both lives they will try to deliver the baby first yeah if because after i think it was two trimesters the baby with the proper medical care can live outside the womb yeah so in that case you deliver the baby you give the baby the medical attention that it needs to survive and then you work on the mother if the baby's out then the mother can be treated easier yeah i think that they use um they justify abortion so much because of the chances that they could have an ecoptic pregnancy yeah. when it is such a small percentage, like you exactly. said, of all abortions. You know, the, the thing is, is over what, I don't know the exact number, 97% of the abortions are elective. 
Yeah, 100%. They just choose because they don't want to have yeah. the baby. No, yeah. I mean, what I get worried about is how the left will say, it threatens my life and just say any pregnancy threatens my life is the issue. It's just like an excuse or like, yeah, I chose to have sex and, but, it, but he raped me, even though it was my choice. Like that's always like, well, I, I got raped. So I, I shouldn't be able to have an abortion. They, I, what I get worried about is that they stretch these things, but Chase, I'm not sure if you agree with me on this. I think we kind of talked about this on the last episode. If it ever comes down and I agree, like you're saying, like we should be able to save both lives. If it ever, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know mm -hmm. how accurate this stuff is, but if it ever comes down to we save the mom or we save the kid, it's, I, it should always be save the mom. I think, I think no, I agree. If there's yeah. no chance, I totally agree. Yeah. That uh -huh. it, obviously if there's no chance whatsoever, but I think before you get to that point, you yeah. better be doing whatever the heck you can yeah, to save no. both those lives. No, exactly. And I mean, the thing is, Chase, we're not doctors, so we couldn't say for sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe this does happen a little bit more often than not. Than You're right. Yeah. When the, maybe, maybe the, maybe the child is gonna die. Like, there's a good chance it's gonna die. Like, both, both could die, or both could live, or one or the other could live. That's yeah. I don't know. I it's yeah. It's it's, it's kind of tough because. Again, like we didn't, we didn't go to 15 years of school yeah. to be able to say that. But see, all I ask is that both lives are fought for exactly for to the extent that they can be. Yeah, agreed. 100%. Uh, all right. Um, now moving on to our last thing. It's not really a common pro-choice argument, but you know there are a lot of places um, that just had their trigger laws when Roe v. Wade was overturned that banned abortion, but they're um, uh, exceptions for rape and incest. Um, first, I just want to ask you, Andrew, what's your opinion on rape or incest? Like, should abortion still be allowed for those things? I, I personally don't think so. I think that, um, this was one that I kind of, when I first like kind of heard about abortion, I'd say like, I don't know, maybe four years ago, three years ago, when I kind of like started to understand what it was, I was kind of like, well, like, yeah, she actually just got raped. Like, should she have to deal with this kid? And I don't know. I don't know how to justify my reasoning as good as maybe some other people would, but, and I, I honestly think I, there's better justifications for why I think this, but my personal thought is, and I, I honestly think this is something slightly wrong with me, Chase, but if I was in this position where I got raped and I had, I, I'm all of a sudden I'm pregnant, I would have to feel like, I'm like, this is going to, this is, this wasn't my choice. It's going to suck to go through this for sure but it's hard. Life's hard. Deal with it. That sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that, I mean, I'm not sure. I don't think that's the best justification of it, but that's what I think. I think it's human beings were, human beings were created to do hard crap. Let's do some hard crap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, my opinion on this is I believe no matter how you were conceived, whether it's through consensual relationships, um, rape or incest, which rape or incest are terrible things. Yeah, don't, sure. I'm not like, undermining that at all those yeah. are terrible things mm -hmm. but no matter how a baby is conceived it still has the same value yeah as it's still a human body it's still a human being that's why i think that just contradicts what we've been arguing this whole time if we were to say okay you can have an abortion in the cases of rape or incest it just contradicts the whole thing because that mm -hmm. is still a life yeah that is going to be killed yeah like it's like saying like the baby inside the womb is a different type of soul or a different type of thing when it's rape over just consensual sex yeah. you know what i'm saying it's yeah it's kind of weird um also i think a big issue is that a lot of the left will say that um 
they'll be like, they'll, yeah, they'll use these things like it threatens my life or it's rape or incest. I guarantee that if you came to the to the uh, to the left and said, okay, fine, abortions are completely illegal besides rape, like hundred percent confirmed rape, or it threatens my life. Like no ifs, ands, or buts. Like no churn. Like not gonna like n- not twisting the words or anything. And um, I, th- I guarantee they would Im- immediately be, no, this is not right. And they would try and push it back to like regular, just like for any reason, because it's not what they actually want deep down. So, yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, and like we talked about with the ecoptic pre- pregnancies is rape or incest um, cases for that are only make up just about 1% of abortions. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so as big of problems as those are like that happens to many people which is so sad all over yeah. the country yeah in the case of abortion it is a very small percentage of things that happen yeah i think it feels safe if you go back to the moral issues i mean let's like i think if the correct i don't this is this is this is a bad description but let's just say that like a woman who has good faith let's say gets raped i think she would under like she would understand that the life has value. She's like, yeah, it just sucks. I got raped, but I'm going to deal with it because I want this kid to, I want, I, I believe in this kid. Like, this is my, like, this is one of God's children mm-hmm. literally living in my stomach. And, um, I think that a lot of women who get raped and don't have these, this faith and it's just like, well, doesn't, it's not, not my problem. Why should I have to deal with it? Yeah. It's, it's kind of sad to see. Cause I, I think if, I think if uh, a lot of um, American American people were uh, more fond of uh, religious faith and not even religious faith, just like good general moral values yeah. and understanding that like life means something. I think a lot of people who actually get in the situation where they get raped or because of incest, it's they would be like, this is not. I this sucks, but I'm gonna have to deal with it because it's yeah. just it's just how it, yeah how things work. And you know it's just so sad. Like all the like any baby through any type of relationship getting aborted, it's just so sad because these babies have so much potential. Yeah. Like these babies can grow up to be the next president of the United States, grow up to be a doctor, whatever. Yeah. They, like I was thinking the same thing. I was I remember I was thinking a few days ago what I was gonna what I was gonna talk to you about on this podcast. Um, I was thinking what if. How would you feel as a, like maybe a mother and a father who decide to abort their children, if you just killed the scientists that would discover the cure to cancer? Yeah. Like all the I was other thinking things. about that today. Yeah, like that sort of like, I mean, of course, like the chances are super low. Of course, like your kid can grow up to be can grow up and be a piece of crap, like for sure, and yeah. and murder people and be a criminal, like for yeah. sure. Like there would be there the millions of babies that are aborted all year. There's definitely the incredible ones, and there's definitely the pieces of crap. Like, it's just the risk that you take with every mm-hmm. other birth. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you followed at all the Pennsylvania Senate race, because it was a huge race um, with Dr. Oz, um, David McCormick. Yeah, I've, I've, and I was, I was looking Kathy at, like, Barnett. the pre-stuff. What ended up happening? Um, so, uh, Dr. Oz and Dave McCormick were, like, basically tied at the end of the election day. Uh-huh. So, it advanced. They had to do a recount, and it found that Dr. Oz won. Um, but the third place candidate in that race who I thought should have won, she's absolutely amazing. Kathy Barnett. I don't know if you've heard of her. Um, I posted about her a little bit, um, but she was actually conceived in a rape and her mom was 11 
and her um the guy who raped her um mom was 21 wow and you know her mom had the option to abortion mm-hmm. Obviously, but yeah. her and the family her family her mom's family decided to keep her and yeah. she's now she now was a political candidate for yeah. senate in Doing pennsylvania things, for sure. she's absolutely amazing fighting yeah. for american values and you know if she wants i really hope she gets elected into office of some sort one day yeah because i believe she will do great things like yeah, sure. and she was conceived in a rape mm-hmm. and her life is just as valuable as yeah, for sure. you know donald trump's parents who was yeah. a consensual relationship yeah yeah for you know sure. it's it's no you're exactly so right sad. what uh, so dr oz ended up winning then uh-huh. right um what so who is you know who he's going up against he's going against john fetterman he's the lieutenant governor of pennsylvania right now what do you think do you think he, do you think oz will win honestly you know i have no idea i you know trump endorsed oz which I think was a huge I, mistake. Yeah, and it was super way early too. Um, I think if I think Oz has said a lot of things since he got endorsed by Trump that I don't think Trump agrees with. Uh-huh. Well, it was after um, Oz won, he took Trump off of his page. Yeah. Um, but but what one thing that Oz says he stands up for and all that is a uh, pro, he he says he's pro life, but before that in Hollywood he was pro choice. Yeah, I know. That's he's very of... flipped, which I it's just very sad because you know. Um, I I don't think that he will beat John Fetterman. I don't think because John Fetterman, a lot of people love him in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Even though he's a radical leftist, yeah. but I don't think Doctor Oz stands a chance. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know because Pennsylvania is it was super red and it's been trending more blue recently. But um, it's kind of yeah with those closely contested states like that's when like the candidate the actual candidate themselves is super important it's like who can like who can can they attract the suburban moms and dads uh, yeah vote based off their kids and i don't know if dr oz completely does that there's a lot of i feel like there's been a lot of good candidates i've seen recently that are super like let's not trans the kids well the the transgender issue was like of let's teach your kid ge- uh radical gender theory in or what, what's it called it's uh Critical race, critical race theory, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, critical race theory. Let's teach your kid critical race theory in school. Um, I think 95% of parents are against this, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, deep down, they're against this. And I think, like, when Democrats run on the issue of let's trans the kids, let's make sure they know how white privileged they are, this sort of thing, I think they lose a lot of voters. And I don't know if Dr. Oz has what it takes to kind of get those votes back. Yeah, get those votes back. Because I don't know what he, I really don't know what Dr. Oz truly believes. He said some stuff that I kind of agree with, but he has also said some stuff that seems kind of iffy, you know? He flip-flops. Yeah, he's he, flip-flopped a lot. So, you know, I, sure. I think of him as being a Mitt Romney 2.0. See, yeah, exactly. in 2018, Trump endorsed Mitt Romney. Yeah, no. Yeah, that was a mistake, he said. Mitt that Rom- was a mistake. Yeah. Mitt Romney used to be, like, we talked about this on last episode, he used to be an actually pretty smart guy who actually believed in a lot of really good stuff. But, like, I don't know what happens to I, these people who, I don't know what they... Tr- I feel like they sometimes will run on something and then not, and then push them completely different. Yeah. I think DC changes them. Yeah. The I, fame and the... Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because, like, you take take Joe Biden, for example. He ran on being the... The, the moderate the, Democrat. The moderate Democrat. The good old Joe, Grandpa Joey. Just your nice little uh, hometown oh. liberal. Yeah. He is not your nice little hometown liberal. He's super radical in all of his policy. 
We see can't even ride day. a bike though. Let's just yeah. say he's not the smartest <laughs> yeah. either. Yeah, no, he's definitely incompetent too. That doesn't help. But yeah. he's he, Joe Biden has always been dead center of the Democratic Party. If dead center of the Democratic Party is radical, which it is right now, then that's where Joe Biden's gonna yeah. lean. And I think if Democrats want a chance of staying in office for much longer, they have to start pushing back towards the middle somewhat because they're oh yeah they they're, they're getting too radical and when they go against reality reality always wins at the end of the day uh-huh. that's what i think the democrats main issue is is i think 2022 is lost for them no matter what they do now they're trying to save it it's it's, it's gone yeah but um the be- the best they can do is looking towards 2024 trying to pick a candidate that's not as as uh dividing as joe biden is even when he said he'd ran on unity and he was going to be a unifying president he wasn't uh, he's yeah. not yeah he's so i think what the democrats need to do is elect people who yes i i don't i'm i don't want the democrats to win obviously but this is what they need to do they need to elect people who believe in of course basic liberal viewpoints but also don't completely disattract like all like just the moderates there's a mm-hmm. lot of there's a lot of parents who loved obama love joe biden just because they're a charismatic job charismatic guys mm-hmm. um they need to attract those people back to them because all those people are turning red there's there's been new polls out recently um that like in the past like two like in the past like year like two million plus registered democrats have flipped yep. their registry to republican over these sorts of types of issues when they go against just basic common sense is when they start losing their Support, base yeah which is really good for the Republican Party. And I mean, I'm not saying no to it. Like, no, yeah, I no, exactly. It, yeah, but... like run on it. Like, we want this. We want them to run on this. We want yeah. them to run on the stupid crap that we know is going to lose because it's so unpopular. And it it will bring moderate Democrats to our side. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, I mean, look at Elon Musk for his example. Yeah. He voted for the very first time Republican this year. For Myra he, Flores. Yeah, he, uh-huh. he voted for all. Yeah, exactly. He's voted liberal since he could vote. Mm-hmm. This is this is the type of stuff we're seeing. We're seeing people like um, Elon Musk, who I'm sure probably you disagree on you and me with a lot of this stuff. Like yeah. he's not he's not a religious guy. He definitely has said some weird stuff in the past. Yeah. Kind of a weird dude. At the uh-huh. end of the day, he has an infinite IQ that and thinks way, like on a completely different level than all of us. Um, I think he, but he at the end of the day, he does fit in with that kind of moderate liberal um yeah sub point and and i mean he even said he would back ron DeSantis for president exactly yeah he said like if he yeah when somebody uh, somebody asked him is like who's your presidential uh-huh. stuff he just like simply said ron DeSantis. like yep. to want like that's insane because ron DeSantis he's, is not a moderate liberal he's, he's ultra maga he's ultra maga <laughs> exactly <laughs> he's ultra maga and if he almost says he'd vote for him i would not be surprised if a lot of other yep. uh, moderate democrats would also vote for ron DeSantis just because of how radical the person on the other side of the uh, voting booth is. Honestly, you know, if Joe runs again, I think he'll die in office just because of natural causes. (laughs) No, he's, he's getting super old. Um, gosh, this, this thing came out today. That was like, so you know how like, uh, casinos, right? In Vegas, they Uh vote on all these sorts of stuff. Yeah. Like super random crap. They'll vote on like lunar, like, I'm not saying lunar (laughs) eclipses, but they'll vote on like water levels and snow levels and stuff like this, like super, super crap. So, you can vote in Vegas on who will win the 2024 presidential, or you can bet in Vegas mm-hmm. on who can win the 2024 yeah. presidential election. Um, it's always been for the past, since 2020 got over, it's been just Trump and Biden, like uh-huh. pretty much neck and neck. Yep. 
Raw DeSantis has recently passed. I saw that. Passed Biden in, yep. in voting numbers because, um, because it's just so, it shows how unpopular he is. If Trump and DeSantis were to run at the same time, the odds are greater for one of them to win, even over just Joe Biden himself. Yep. That shows how unpopular Joe Biden. is. Yeah. Been. Well, and I think he Joe Biden's coming unpopular between the radical leftists. Like AOC was on, um, I don't, it was MSNBC or something like that. And she was asked, would you support Joe Biden for second term? And she's like, she's kind of stopped for a second. Yeah, she's she like, she wouldn't give a she's like, answer. She's like, we'll get back to that. Yeah. Like he's losing the support yeah. of the radical leftists yeah. too. No. And the thing is their bench is so bad. Like you want to throw Kamala Harris oh, out there, Trump landslide. Oh, like it wouldn't gosh. even be funny. You want to throw Pete Buttigieg, the gay secretary from, um, from Indiana who couldn't fill potholes. He, he would lose instantly. He would also lose instantly yeah. because he's an idiot. Like yep. their bench sucks. They would need, I honestly feel like Chase, I don't know if you agree with me on this. I think their best bet would be Michelle Obama. Cause the, she's, um, related to obama who mm-hmm. people love because he was he and she's a woman she she doesn't come across as a, even though she is a radical she doesn't come across as super radical just because of kind of her background of being black and now, all sorts of things yeah see with michelle obama i you know i don't agree with her policies at all she yeah. was but i think she was a really good first lady i yeah. i believe that she did good things for the community i don't believe in her policies but i yeah. agree with you i no, feel like yeah. if the democrats were to choose a candidate it would should be michelle obama or someone maybe not exactly joe manchin but someone like him yeah exactly yeah no for sure i just the reason with like picking a joe manchin is for say is because like okay they want they want they want to push these mega spending bills joe manchin comes in as president this will never happen but say joe manchin comes in as president and he's like oh okay we're not gonna push this because this is stupid Mm -hmm. um they wouldn't like that at all because it's not what they at the end of the day it's not what the democratic party wants yeah. So that's the issue with picking someone like that. They have to pick somebody who knows who's yeah. gonna who's gonna do the right thing in office. That's what they knew Joe was gonna do because Joe he's a robot. He just they they type in the commands at the on the back of his back and he just does whatever the crap. Yeah. Well, did you see the other day when that thing got released of his little note card that yeah. said "Take your seat." No. Yeah. Talk to this person. This <laughs> yes. idiot needs a freaking card to no, know what to do. It's like yeah. It's like a. It's like um, HTML code. It's like it's just written line for line of exactly. <laughs> what you need this to do. man has the nuclear weapon the nuclear code which yeah. this man that needs to know when to take a seat has the nuclear code yeah which exactly. is this man should not be president yeah agreed 100 but yeah so looking bad for democrats come 2024 just because of how weak their bench is they don't have mm-hmm. somebody they wanted they, they were trying to bring back hillary and hillary was like no well, no, I actually saw something today that she actually might still be considering. She's considering again. She might okay. still be. Well, that's crazy. she'll go for a third time, and she will get destroyed. She'll get no, yeah, Hillary get destroyed again. Trump will destroy her again because, <laughs> like, I Chase, I'm gonna be honest with you. I know you're a lot more. You're super pro Trump. I don't think Trump wins against much other candidates other than Hillary Clinton, just because of how bad she is. Like in 2016, I think Trump could have won a lot of won against a lot of people, but Hillary Clinton was especially crappy because she was an yeah. idiot. I no, I I agree with what you're saying. I think Trump, you know, I I would love to have him back in office, yeah. but you know, me and Colin have talked about this before. Is he doesn't get the moderate support? Yeah, which could be a problem. But I, like, if Trump ends up winning re-election, that is freaking awesome. Like yeah. his uh-huh. policies, he ran this country. Countries like. His foreign policy was amazing. North yeah. Korea wasn't threatening us. China wasn't yeah. threatening us. Oh, Russia, yeah. and but I like if someone like DeSantis were to come in, he could get more to the moderate vote, like he got 
like you got Elon Musk's um, early support, approval, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, let's just, like you said, if when Trump and DeSantis, if they both run, they will have a greater chance at beating the Democrat, whoever it may be. Yeah. And I will be happy with Trump or DeSantis. I will vote for either one. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. um, I I agree 100%. Trump did a lot of great things. I'm, the thing is, what I like about DeSantis more is I think he's more, more of a guaranteed win. You know what I'm saying? Even though I do think, yeah, you know, Trump, like, but who knows? Like maybe, maybe Joe starts to try and turn things around. The last few years doesn't become as radical come after midterms. And he starts looking maybe a little bit more appealing and the race starts maybe getting just a little bit more close. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd rather have DeSantis in that driving seat. Cause I think he'd be more I agree. guaranteed. I think For- he's a little bit more, um, uh-huh. He's a little bit more attractive to people who, because like a lot of like what a lot of a lot of uh, conservatives who wouldn't vote for Trump because they're just like he's a he's an idiot. Like he just treats people like crap, which he would sometimes. But at the end of the day, he was a good he was a good president. You no, know, one thing I was talking to my grandpa about this. He's he's a Trump supporter, mm-hmm. and he's like Trump sometimes says some very stupid things. Yeah, and he especially on Twitter. Yeah, which yeah. but it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We think it's funny, but not yeah. everybody does. Yeah. He's he says he says some really stupid things. And and he comes across very aggressively and autocratic. Yeah. But that's how he has to be right now. Like no, yeah. in the time that we are in, he had to be that way in office to get across because you know, yeah. he's being canceled left and right. Yeah. He wasn't getting like he wasn't given the easy path like Joe Biden's getting the easy path. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he path. the easy path. So like in a way he has to be like that. And I feel like, you know, Trump, he's a man of the people yeah. and he can't, he's never been a politician before. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's been in the spotlight. He's been, he, he's been know, vocal he, on issues, but before, yeah. I think that that's why he became, he was such a good president because he was one for the people and he spoke he up was for what was people. right. Yeah. He was the people at the end of the day. He never spent time like Joe Biden, like since, since this man came out of the womb, he was already <laughs> freaking sitting on the Senate seat, you know? Like oh this man's been, like this man has been on Senate as like, it's like in DC his entire life. We're gonna have to have an episode on um, term limits. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, that, that is. Um, but yeah, no, I I definitely think <laughs> I agree with what you said somewhat. Trump had to be certain. I think Trump's personality kind of led to how he came across on a lot of these issues. Yeah. The thing with the Santas is what I like about the Santas a little bit more is because I don't really think like he needs to come across like this. I think he just comes across as like a straightforward type of guy. Who yeah. says like the pretty obvious stuff, like pretty obvious stuff. Trump kind of struggled sometimes on saying the obvious things, you know? Yeah. Like he sometimes would like, of course, you and me would understand it, but to the to the moderate American who doesn't really care about politics, he doesn't like they're like, oh, I'm not sure, kind of sure about that. Just because I don't he doesn't like, understand the background of what Trump is saying. Yeah, ex- exactly. Why he's saying yeah, that. exactly. Like there's a lot of things Trump said, especially in those debates before the presidential election, that you this to you, to you and me sounded super smart, but to the regular other people, like it kind of maybe would come across as a little bit rude, maybe a little bit selfish. I agree. I guess, yeah. sort of thing. I think DeSantis would do a good job of not doing that and kind of appealing more to like the yeah. moderates. I, I totally agree. And you know, when that time comes, you know, I'll vote for whoever's there. Yeah. Exactly. I think I do agree with you in the fact that DeSantis is, would get more of the moderate vote, which is, yeah. would be good for us. Yeah, for sure. So whatever happens, you know, yeah, still I mean, have... it, would, it would be cool to have Trump back though. Like wins, loses and then comes back that would be insane I that, mean, uh, okay but the liberals are you think they're pissed off now oh it would be something different they 
even when Trump won in 2016, it was bad. Oh, it would yeah. be so bad. No. Because, you know, they thought they got rid of him. They think yeah. he has no political comeback, but no. Oh, yeah. They ride over everything. They they absolutely hate him. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> it's honestly funny to see how bad they hate yeah, him. Yeah, like, um, one main reason Trump won in 2016 was because he was pretty much just a big, like, for a lot of, for a lot of uh, conservative voters who sometimes didn't always agree with like super conservative viewpoints but kind of just hated liberal viewpoints trump was kind of a big like f you middle finger up to <laughs> yeah. the liberals who uh-huh. just push radical policy yeah. and he was i i really do think that at the end of the day that's why he won was because yeah. he came across as a guy who was who, who would stand up for what he believed in and made the left and took the left policy down with force yeah. and aggressiveness and wasn't mm-hmm. like wouldn't like half butt it, you know, like yeah. he wouldn't just like, he wouldn't just give 50%, like uh-huh. or 10%, like Mitt Romney does. Yeah. I like got sort of thing, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. You know, and I'm really excited that we will, will you be able to vote next election? Yeah. 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 I will be able to. Uh, that, that will be exciting. You know, I can't wait, you know, just for that whole process. I think it will just be awesome. Like yeah. seeing when all those Republican primary candidates that come out for president, just as he was running, you know, yeah. I feel like that will be a very heated race. Yeah. No, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it will be interesting. I'm excited for, I'm excited for presidential, uh, presidential primaries. It's uh, gonna be fun. Yeah. And the Democrat, the democratic primary will just be a laughing stock. You know? Yeah. Like almost like chase. I don't even know who I'd vote for at this point. Cause I love Trump. DeSantis is doing amazing things in Florida. I, like you would say like someone like Mike Pence was to run. I love Mike Pence. Um, even though Trump kind of didn't let, start liking him as much. I lot I like a lot of stuff. Mike. Pence I like Mike. Po- yeah. Mike Pence's policies. I just feel like he's too much of a politician. If you don't look yeah. Like I, I can see that. I feel like, yeah, I feel like also another reason Trump won is because he didn't come across as, as just a stupid, a stupid Washington DC um, establishment. Republican. Yeah, exactly. He came across as more of like a genuine guy. Yeah. And I think I, I kind of agree with you on that. Like Mike Pence kind of, that's the thing with politicians is they can come across as people who don't really have connections to the the roots of American life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Trump definitely did for See, sure. Like Mike Pence, his policies, he's a good guy too. I totally believe he's oh, a good yeah. guy. And I just don't think, I don't think I would vote for him because of the fact he's, to me, he's too much of a politician. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It would be, it'd be interesting to see. You'd yeah. have to, I'd have to, I'd have to see a lot of the stuff. Yeah, that, you know, so, I look forward to it. I'm like, you know, I want to vote, but it will be so hard to pick who to vote no, for. No, yeah. I'd be surprised but, if anybody but Trump or DeSantis wins the oh, primaries. Oh, yeah. I feel like we'll Ted see. Cruz might get back up there a little bit. but Yeah, the thing know, with Ted Cruz he's is, is he's never been just kind of – he's never been like – he can't – it's hard for him to front run, you know. It's yeah. like he doesn't – I like Ted Cruz a lot, but I just kind of feel like he doesn't know, have that too. extra like yeah. push that will get yeah. him over that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Same thing with like Marco Rubio or uh, something yeah. like that. Like always like right there, but just can never like push it over the top. Or Rand Paul. Rand Paul. So, Rand, Rand Paul's cool too. But yeah. what I don't I don't know if you remember twenty sixteen primaries, like tr- like you know how like they like you know how like with all like when they have those debates, like they have like all the seats of all the people. Yeah. And like the person who's leading the polls just sits at the back sits on the one side of the table mm-hmm. and the person who's yeah. not leaning on the left side trump started like way on the left side because it was just donald trump but then like yeah. people started to like he came across with like this like this like okay i'm gonna do crap manner yeah and he like immediately just like uh-huh. like I'll, I'll, on the side yeah just because of um like it, trump was a good candidate and yeah at the end of the day you don't win the republican primaries being a bad candidate 
not like Joe Biden, like Republican primaries are going to be, they're going to be heavily contested because most of the people that come onto these, uh, prime, like onto these, uh, onto these primary, like boards, yeah, they're, they, they want to win. I'm mm-hmm. not sure about the Democratic Party. I'm not sure how about Joe Biden actually wanted to win, if you know what I'm saying. You know, well, I honestly believe that he picked Kamala because she's probably one of the only people that would actually help him run the country more yeah. than any, all the other people. Exactly. I think that she's the one making she's making decisions. I think I, I, I agree with you somewhat. I think there's Kamala's making a lot of decisions, but I think it's more of like back end people in Joe's administration. Yeah. Not, no, not just no. Kamala. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I definitely think. You know, he has um, brought in a lot like his his cabinet, a lot of those people that will run it for him. Yeah. And because the man can't think he's he's like 100 freaking years old. The thing is, Chase, what I think he did is he brought in a lot of his people for help. But I think he still wanted to run the administration and but he's incompetent. So the people who he hired kind of almost kind of stabbed him in the back and have kind of just completely taken control of their administration. Like there's been reports come out how about gosh, there was this article, like I can't remember who it was from. So don't quote me on any of this, but there was like this article that came out that said um, that Joe, like he like gets pissed at all his, like all his people every day because you don't give me enough power. Oh, um, you, uh, yeah. So, you know, yeah. you know what kind of thing uh-huh. I'm talking about? Like he, like, I don't think he intended for president to be like, he just sits back and watches Matlock. Yeah. Like Uh that's kind of what he does. He just doesn't, and goes to Delaware and rides bikes every so often. And falls off of them. And then falls off of them. Like he's not like what, what he does on his day-to-day basis is not presidential. It's not, he's not making stuff happen. It's more of, he gets sat in front of a teleprompter, says what he needs to do because he's president of the United States and then sits back and lets the administration Uh run everything. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely not, like you just said, he doesn't feel like a president. Like I don't look at him like yeah. like even past Democratic candidates. Like I look at, I like, looked at Obama as a real yeah. president. You know or, what I'm saying? Or like, even like Bill Clinton, who yeah. was terrible. But yeah, you know, I look at him. He looks like a president. Yeah, he, I know. Obama, uh, JFK, all these you know, guys. Yeah, and then there's people Ronald Reagan, who I look up to as like the president. Like the, he is the, the definition yeah. of a president. Yeah, for sure. Um, Joe just looks. Abe Lincoln, yeah, those type of guys for sure. But Joe, it's just like, yeah, oh my gosh, like he's you... the, he's the first time. Like even Jimmy Carter, like Looked, terrible. Uh huh. He still would somewhat fit the part. He wasn't like, I mean, no one's ever been this old. Jimmy Carter's still alive. You know? Yeah. Jimmy Carter ran so long ago, and he's still alive. Today. I know he was president when my dad was born. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Uh, yeah, like you know, I just look at Joe, and I'm like, I'm looking at like an elderly old man that should be in a. Uh, what is it called? A nursing, uh, nursing, nursing home. home. Yeah. I'm like, he should not be yeah. in the Oval Office. And no you disrespect know. to Joe. I mean, I feel like, I, one, I think he, he says a lot of stupid crap, but at the end of the day, he's a human. I yeah. feel bad for him. He lives. No, no, no. There's yeah. no way he has fun doing what he's doing. Uh-huh. I think he's miserable. Uh-huh. I mean, like, and people like, I mean, people like us make fun of him because he deserves it, but he, we make fun of him because he's old. Like, whatever. People get old. Like, I make fun of old people all the time. I, I want mean, I want to get made fun of when I'm old. I know. You know I, what I'm saying? Because we're old. I mean, he kind of did that to himself, though. Yeah. You know, running for president, being that old. Yeah, I mean, no, you got to you got to know that you're gonna get some uh, pushback. You're gonna yeah, get some sure. and some comments. I mean, there's old people like like we saw it. Trump is like I mean, Trump's a decent amount younger than Joe. Like what it was like five or six years or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's a decent amount younger than Joe, but like he's like he's like a like confident and poised and not like an idiot and he's still, like he's just, he's not he like seems he's really a lot young. younger no yeah and 
I mean, I think there's, I mean, we probably know people in our own life, like our own lives that like are like that way, like super old, but like act young or super old yeah, and act see, freaking ancient, you know? Yeah. See, like, like sort of thing. my great grandma who she passed away in 2020, but she, you know, before that she was, I think she passed away when she was late eighties or something, mm -hmm. but she was always like, she was very high class, a very high class person. You know, every time you go see her, it's not like that elderly old lady. She'd yeah. be up doing stuff. She'd yeah. always dress the part. Like she was super high class yeah. treated. She just fit the part of who she was all the way until she passed away. Yeah. You know, and I did, you know, I, that's awesome. You know? Yeah. No, For, there's, that's the thing. Like people will do this until the day they die. They'll live, they'll live life. Like with like an extra pip in their step until, until they're on their deathbed. See, that is my goal. Though. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have a, I have a neighbor who she, she's, I think she just turned 90 or she's about to this year walks like four miles every morning. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. It's, wow. it's crazy. And, wa and walks my, around and walks around the neighborhood. My uh, other great grandma before she passed away, she was a very big tennis player. She would be yeah. out there with her old lady friends just, <laughs> just you know, playing tennis no, <laughs> until super, she passed away. But... Oh yeah, that's super cool. Like, yeah, you like, well, what we're trying to get at is you can, you can make good decisions when you're younger and get good exercise and be competent when you're older. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Trump golfs every day. I know. And he's, I mean, yeah, Trump's kind of old, but he's, and he doesn't, he doesn't seem as old as he is. Yeah, exactly. You know, you look at other people that are his age, like 76, 77, whatever he yeah. is. Uh -huh. And you're like, you know, you should be dying down. You should, you should be like on a walker almost, yeah. uh -huh. but like Trump, he's, standing up to north korea yeah no exactly <laughs> like, yeah and then joe biden's falling off his bike and can't complete a sentence so i it's yeah it just shows the difference between yeah that, but um yeah for sure so what we're trying to get at is democrats don't don't need someone like joe biden in the in the front seat because the american people look at joe biden and say this is not our president is not with us like mm -hmm. he's not mentally with us we need someone who actually will act like a president this is the first time in history i mean of course we weren't alive like back in the 1700s you know but this is the first time that in, in recent modern, american history yeah where a president is just completely incompetent i mean gosh i don't know the name but there was a pre i can't remember his name but there was a president where he was literally like brain dead like actually brain dead oh. his last year of his life and his wife was just running the oh it country. was um woodrow wilson yeah woodrow wilson. Yeah. yeah you're right like completely brain dead like the last year of his administration but and his um, wife took over. Yeah, exactly. Which he still well, looked more of the part. Yeah, no, <laughs> honestly, exactly. You're not even kidding. So yeah, so yeah. um, I think so. Yeah, uh, uh, Democrats need someone good. Like yeah, there's definitely good people out there. It's just like in the immediate spotlight, there's doesn't seem like there's anybody. I mean, the thing is, what they if I was a, if I was a DNC chairman, I would be looking at who is a good local candidate, maybe a senator, or mm -hmm. maybe even a little bit lower, um, in these in these left wing states that could act like a president and act like a democratic president and that would give us what we need, but isn't like Joe Biden who, yeah, has the right policy, but not the right charismatic yeah. characteristics. You know what uh, I'm saying? If yeah. you could, I'm sure there's people who you can find with both, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. Um Man, this episode has been my longest one yet, but I think it's a, the best one I've had yet. We've talked about a lot of great things. You yeah, know, I no, think, this is super fun. Yeah, I mean, we, you know. the thing is, there's so much stuff to talk about. And like what you did right here, like you took 
you took just Roe v. Wade being overturned and you turned it like you turned it into a whole like a whole episode pretty much. Mm -hmm. And okay, this is something I actually wanted to talk about. I realized because what we try to do is just dismantle pro-choice arguments. Um, so let's go back to Roe v. Wade overturned this week, right? Yeah. Um, the I think people need to realize that even though Roe v. Wade is overturned, huge win for life mm -hmm. in general. Yeah, huge win. Uh, abortion is becoming completely legal in other states. It's becoming even more legal, unfortunately, in other states like uh -huh. California, New York, the sort of places. Yep. Um, even though it's unfortunate, I think we need to realize that, um, it's not, the fight's not over. This was a huge win. The fight is not over though. Um, yep. I think you and me both agree, Chase. I mean, I think most pro-lifers agree that we would hope that abortion would be completely banned mm -hmm. through all, through all stages of pregnancy, through all 50 states, through the entire world. Yep. Um, but unfortunately that's not how it works based on the United States constitution. I hope, I wish there could be. Hopefully, if we get um, enough enough seats in the House, the Senate, we have the White House, we have the Supreme Court, that we can make something done with a mm. constitutional amendment that would make something like that happen. I think that um, the pro-life movement needs to keep fighting because I, even though, yes, this is a win, we thankfully Trump appointed good justices that are voting the right way in all these issues. Um, it's not the Supreme Court can only do so much at the end of the day. The president can only do so much at the end of the day. The House and the Senate can only do so much at the end of the day. We got to we got to keep fighting and try and um, make a movement push throughout all these yeah. branches of government. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and try and I, and try and fight for life. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You know, it really falls back on us, the people. You know, we're really going to make the biggest change in this country. Yeah, our voices will be heard. And like Andrew said, we just need to keep fighting because this isn't the end of abortion. Like, yeah. it still is happening in almost half of the U S states. And it's going to have to keep happening illegally too. Yeah. And so we need to really just like, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep speaking up, keep yeah doing what you need to do in like your cities for your state, just and then yeah. we'll come together as a whole. And if we can really... bring it together through a local level, push from the bottom, push like even to something simple as like city mayor, if you can push for pro-lifers and like these types of places and like just through all these, all these things and, where it matters. Yeah. Um, I think we can make a big movement and it, I think a red pro-life wave could come soon in the next, not even in this next election cycle. I'm not sure how much we can get done, but in the next 10, 20 years, I think we can make a lot happen. I really we, agree. If we fight correctly. Yeah. See, just with any issue, whether it be abortion, whether it be against vaccine mandates, critical race theory, trans, uh, trans kids. genderism, yeah. um, it really just takes your voice and it takes fight and it takes will it, you have to use your motivation to want change. You have, you have to want change first and foremost. Yeah, for sure. Like if you don't truly want it, you're not, nothing's going to I happen. mean, these Supreme court justices, they want to change because, um, Brett Kavanaugh, he wouldn't have brought this up if this wasn't even, if this an wasn't issue. an important issue to the, to these people and, and what they think is an issue to the yeah. American people, which it is. And, and this mattered so much to them. They, even followed through with their lives being threatened. Like yeah. Brett Kavanaugh had a guy that was planning on assassinating him. No. Yeah. He almost got assassinated. That's right. Which, you know, I just, you know, God bless those justices and God bless everyone who was fighting for this change, you know, and God bless president Trump for appointing these judges. Um, and just, it, we can't stop here. You know, I think is what yeah, we're just getting at. And I think a main, I think a good main finding point, Chase, is I think we got to, I think there's, 
like I was saying earlier in the podcast, there's a lot of good people who are voting the wrong way on the sorts of stuff. Like, obviously, we've all seen the polls where, what is it like? I can't remember the exact numbers, but a lot of Americans like support Roe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's the polls are correct. It's the it's the people they don't know what's in Roe. Yeah. They don't know what Roe stands for. They don't know the true meaning of life. And I think if we can fight through that phase and get the good, genuine people on board, I think that we can make a pro-life push. I come next week. I completely agree. Um, Great episode. Yeah. Great episode. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for your input. Thanks for having me. So fun. Yeah. This is super fun. And, you know, next episode I'm having you on, we're talking about what is a woman, what is a man, what is a tree. We're going to talk about all those things. We're going (laughs) to talk about what it means to be part of the alphabets. Yeah. Um, So that will be it for today. Uh, Thank you all for listening and may God bless you and may God bless America.